Lord. God bless you all in the name of Jesus Christ. And it's just such a blessing that, you know, we're born again of the Spirit of God and we are a new creation in Christ. And God has given us everything that pertains unto life and godliness. And he's given us his word. He's given us his spirit. We have new thoughts because we have a new man, a new mindset, a new way to think, a new way to believe, a new way to speak. And when we reckon that old man nature of ours dead, then we can truly begin to walk in power and release the power of God in our lives. And I want to look at the thoughts, emotion and words, which are just so very important. And God's been working in my heart and I just wanted to have a look at it what god was saying about these things and i wanted to share them with you i mentioned on the last skype fellowship we done on thursday that i'd be putting this out for you to listen to and pray it blesses you inspires you and gets you to think <laughs> so your thoughts and emotions and words working together will produce powerful results in your life negative or positive and for those of you who have listened to the faith and confession seminar which is on my website, you'll have learned that our words are very powerful and creative and that our words frame our world. What we believe continually and say will produce fruit in our lives, negative or positive. We learned in that class that death and life is in the power of the tongue. Um, Proverbs eighteen twenty one it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. See, the word love in this verse means to have an affection for. When our emotions are lined up with the words that we speak, it will produce fruit. It will give us results, negative or positive. Not only are your words powerful, so are your thoughts and your emotions. Thoughts and emotions and words working together will also determine the actions we take. And when you mix your emotion with the words that you're speaking, then that that emotion is like the manure on the seed that will produce it to accelerate and grow we know that fruit comes from seed and we can also see from this verse in proverbs our words our seed what we are saying our seed negative or positive what we hear words that we hear are our seed also and what we take in they're going to get down into our heart and the words we want to be hearing and speaking are the words from god the incorruptible seed of the word of god and the words from god when we plant a seed it is no longer before we see the fruit of that seed we have sown and the principles work the exact same way with our words See, whatever you're listening to, remember those words are like seeds and they're being sown into your heart. And if the seeds of those words are allowed to incubate in your heart, it becomes a part of you and affects your believing for good or for bad. Those words will produce thoughts in you, which eventually find a way out of your mouth and help you in your decision making of the, the actions you're going to take in this and the words you're going to speak. But God shows us, like from the scripture, we can see in Colossians chapter 3 that Paul exhorts the believers to seek those things which are above. Let's take a look at this verse. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, it says, If ye then be risen with Christ, and if you are born again of God's Spirit, you are risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above not on the things of this earth god wants us to focus on the things above who we are in christ what we've received who we are now like we're righteous 
we have authority we have constant access to god the things which are above this is where we rule and reign from we have direct access to god we are in the presence of god and now that we're born again we're holy and we were outplaying before him in love and we're new creations in christ heirs of god and joint heirs with christ our new man cries out for whatsoever things are true and honest and just and pure and lovely and of a good report we're exalted to think on these things like it says in philippians 4 8 whereas the old man attention and affections is embedded with whatever things is earthly sensual and devilish that is our old man nature default see our default is the old man and that is the thing that we're to reckon dead so let's get back to colossians chapter 3 first 2 it says set your affections on things above the word affection means to exercise the mind to think carefully to interest oneself in your affections are the innermost part of your heart where believing comes from what you believe and hold dear to we are to interest ourselves in the things above not on the things of this earth what you hold dear and believe in you know that is what you're going to be saying thinking doing and it's going to be affecting your decision making just look at a couple of more records to understand the word affection romans 131 says without understanding covenant breakers without natural affection implacable unmerciful so paul talks about those without natural affection the affection here means to cherish affectionately but on the negative side so hard-hearted towards kindred the word affection in the book of titus is the same word meaning the same thing titus 3 3 says without natural affection truce breakers false accusers incontinent fears despisers of those that are good and the word affection in uh second corinthians 17 has a different slant on it and it says in his titus inward affection is more abundant towards you while he remembereth the beings of you all how with fear and trembling you received him so inward affection refers to the bowels the intestines figuratively you know where pity comes from or sympathy or tender mercy so affection involves the mind the will and emotions it is long lasting and it's deep and it's consistent with the beliefs we hold which always results in actions affections are always the fruit of the effects of what the mind understands and knows affections definition is loving feeling or shown of affection emotions are intense feelings with physical as well as mental manifestations fleeting superficial sometimes overpowering often fail to produce actions and these feelings often disconnect from the mind and the will a primary emotion is love and a secondary emotion is affection colossians chapter 3 verse 5 says mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth fornication uncleanliness inordinate affection evil concupiscence and covetousness which is idolatry inordinate affections is lust affection passion so we can see a connection with what we believe in the depths of our heart with passion or affection we will talk that way and live that way and it will also produce fruit negative or positive we see that what we hold dear to will become a part of our emotions 
So when we truly believe a thing, it becomes a part of us. That is why we must be careful to what we listen to and what we believe. Negative words that we receive and constantly listen to and repeat embed themselves in our heart and attach themselves to our emotions. Your thoughts determine your actions and how you feel and the words you speak and your decision making. Negative thoughts of uncertainty and lack and our future and relationships and financial problems produce worry, fears and doubts. And we have to realise that fear is an emotion inducing and perceived by danger or a threat that occurs in certain types of situations which causes a change in metabolical and organ function and ultimately a change in our behavior such as fleeing hiding or freezing from a perceived traumatic offense an irritational fear is called a phobia as an emotion worry is experienced from anxiety or concern about a real or imagined issue. Often personal issues such as health or finance, worry is a response to anticipated future problems. The word doubt can refer to the cognitive process as well as the negative emotion it sometimes involves. If someone is trying to decide whether they feel like having cheese or jam on their toes, they are cognitively doubting, but probably not experience a negative emotion. Worry, fears and doubts limit the actions you take in a situation where you have those worry, fears and doubts. But a positive mindset filled with faith broadens the actions you will take. Positive thoughts produce in us excitement, expectancy and faith, happiness and it gives you confidence and improves your moods. See, our thoughts also have an impact on our bodies. When you're excited about something, you want to get up and start moving. You get great inspiring ideas come to your mind and you start planning your day, your month and your year. You have a great expectations. See, thoughts of worry, looking on our knee, producing us uncertainty, a lack of energy, no motivation to do anything or little or no desire to take action. So your words are the result of what you have heard and believed and repeated and it gets down into your heart affecting and producing in your belief system. It will produce your belief system, what you're hearing, what you hold dear to and what you allow to sink in there. See, the word is in your mouth and in your heart. Romans 10.8 says, but what saith it, the scripture? The word is near thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart. That is the word of faith we preach. What you constantly say and confess will work its way down into your heart and start to form in your belief system. See, God is so good to us, though. He's given us everything, and he's given everyone free will choice, and we can choose to change what we have been believing, speaking, and thinking. If your believing is wrong and negative and filled with worry, fears, and doubts, you can start to change the way you think and believe by putting on the truths of, of God's word in your heart in your mind and we are to reckon that old man nature dead and start living from the new man which was renewed in the knowledge of him romans 12 2 says this and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god see we don't have to pattern our minds after the world any longer we can be transformed by renovating our minds. We can decide what we put on in our minds and what we put off. In Colossians chapter 3, we read these verses, verses 10 through to 12, and it says, And have put on. So God tells us to put off, and now he tells us to put on. And, ha and have 
put on the new man as Christ in you the hope of glory who you are now in Christ which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him where there is neither Greek nor Jew circumcision nor uncircumcision barbarian bond or free but Christ is all and in all put on therefore as the elect of God holy beloved bowels of mercy kindness humbleness of mind meekness long-suffering this is what comes from the new man so we have to make that decision to put on the mind of christ see it's there we have it okay through that spirit of god in us but we have to put it on we have to decide that we're going to think what god thinks we're going to believe what god says we're going to say what god says and we're going to take necessary action that goes with that and we're going to speak that way see it's through faithful repetition of god's word in your mouth and saying what god says the transformation begins it's not that we're working at it but we're recognizing who we are and we're affirming that and we're building that belief system in our heart see it's by grace that we're being renewed <laughs> you know as we turn our attention to god see a man or a woman with minds made up to walk in the new man will abound in blessings and faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god and the word from god when faith comes decide to receive it and allow it to become part of your thought process we do that by setting our affections on things above what you do and say with emotion and conviction will produce result and our wisdom comes from god so a mind that is set to focus on god will receive his wisdom his ideas his concepts his vision and his direction and his inspiration and we do not want to focus on that old man at all but we put our focus on who we are now as new creations in christ filled with the spirit of god see it's not by our own might or effort we can change but we renew our minds and we put our focus on god and begin to say what god says and thinks a distracted mind is a defeated mind and a defeated mind not gonna produce fruit or results see satan wanted to sift peter as we he wanted to do the same to all the believers today he wants to jam our mental circuits with worry fears and doubts he wants to take our focus away from god and who we are in christ and who our true nature is now by bringing in his half truth and lies and traditions of man he wants us misinformed whereas our heavenly father wants us informed and not lacking in understanding or his wisdom so watch what you feed your mind with and who you listen to whatever is in your heart will come out of your mouth and you can know what is in someone's heart by what comes out of their mouth and also the actions they take in matthew 12 34 jesus said this old generation of vipers how can ye being evil speak good things for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh a good man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasures bringeth forth evil things we decide what we're going to think about and what we allow in and what we decide to keep and if you're putting bad in there it's going to find a way out if you're putting good in there it's going to find a way out this is what he's basically saying it's, and he goes on to say in verse 33 either make the tree good and its fruit or else make the tree corrupt and its fruit for the tree is known by his fruit so proverbs 21 5 says the faults of the diligent tend only to plenteous but everyone that is hasty only to want proverbs 12 5 says the fault of the righteous are right but the counsels of the wicked are deceit ask yourself what do you focus on 
where are your faults what's in your heart only you know that and god knows that and if you're getting wrong results if you're not seeing the things that you desire what god says you can have then you need to see what's in your heart you need to see what really is there and ask god to show you and ask god to help you in moving with him and to think in his thoughts and to get out of any negative or emotional mindsets that come up in your life in matthew chapter 6 verses 9 to 21 it says this lay not up for yourself treasure upon the earth where moth and rust does corrupt and where thieves break through and steal but lay up for yourself treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal for where your treasure is there will your heart be also so the eastern interpretation of this verse has a deeper meaning and here is the literal translation of the above verses matthew 6 verses 19 to 21 is the translation it says let not your thoughts be centered in material things where fears and worries breed defeat and frustration and where doubts break through and still your thoughts but let your thoughts be centered in the spirit where neither fear nor worry breeds defeat and frustration and where doubts do not break through and still your thoughts for where your thoughts are there will your hearts be also so those treasures are your thoughts what's the treasures of your heart See, when the pressure is on, you can really see what is in you or somebody else's heart by what comes out of you. Pressure or pleasure will always reveal the true heart. How do you react when things are not going well? It is so easy to get caught up with the circumstances and the emotions of the circumstances we find ourselves in. And it's so easy to make the wrong choice when we listen to others or we let our circumstances and the emotions move us see many people react to their situations instead of acting in faith with god's wisdom in situations but we've all done this we can either react with the old man nature or respond with the new man nature if we're spending time with god and focusing on the new man we will respond in the right way but if we're caught up with the hustle and bustle in our minds of the things of this world our first response will be with the old man see many people i see shut themselves away from what is going on and become inactive because of the things that may come up in their lives and fear will always encase us and hold us prisoners if we allow it to see there's nothing wrong if we need to take time with god to get focused with god but that doesn't need to be a week or a month or a year see when we're daily with god first in the forefront of our minds and our hearts as believers and we're fellowshipping with him then we're going to be spiritually minded and we're going to be ready to go in proverbs 4 23 it says keep thine heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life like we're to guard our heart just like a gardener would attend to the garden it's flowers and maintaining it making it look beautiful and causing it to grow that's how we should guard our heart that's how we should keep our heart see god would have us guard our heart also like a prison officer would guard a prison see when thoughts of worry and fear and doubts arise in your heart immediately cast them down if you dwell on the negatives it will start to impact your emotions bringing inaction and a lack of confidence see paul encouraged the sheriff at corinth by saying this second corinthians 10 verses 3 to 5 for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal see we're spiritually minded people then we don't fight with the five senses but they're mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations or reasoning and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god 
and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, casting down imaginations, that word imagination is reasoning, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So, as spirit-filled believers, we keep moving. We need to be sharp, clear thinking, and we focus day by day, moment by moment. God wants us to put up our full focus on him and trust him and have confidence in him and in his ability to perform for us see when we're walking with god not only do we pull down strongholds in our lives but we also pull down the strongholds in other people's life when we minister to them when we get god involved in our day-by-day living by inviting god every day into our situation seeking his direction then we can be certain that we can keep moving and moving in the right direction in a powerful and fruitful way it's very easily to be led by our emotions or our friends or problems and circumstances that arise in our life see we've got to remember satan is the master in the era of circumstances emotions and whipping up storms of worry fears and doubts he can use all three to try and hinder us and get us sidetracked and full of fear he's a roaring lion who seeketh whom he may devour right and he roars in order to freeze the prey so he wants us to be indecisive and he wants us to be full of doubt so we become inactive and we retreat rather than move forward in great faith see we've got to remember one thing guys that jesus christ was tempted in all things like as we are yet without sin he went through so many different circumstances he was touching his heart he was touching his emotions but he kept his focus with god he kept seeking the will and the heart of the father in every circumstance and situation in the emotional side of things he was touched upon hearing the news of his cousin john the baptist which had just been killed john the baptist wasn't just his cousin but a great prophet a great man of god and the one that prepared the way for jesus and upon hearing the news he departed but it wasn't for long he got away from the crowd and we take up the record in uh, matthew 14 and verse 13 that says when jesus heard of it of john's death he departed thence by ship into a desert place apart and when the people had heard thereof they followed him on foot outside of the cities verse 14 and jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion on them and he healed their sick see jesus kept moving he kept his focus on the thing that God had called him to do he could have shut shop and mourned for weeks when it came to lack also how did Jesus respond let's have a look at the following verses in verse 15 and when it was evening his disciples came to him saying this is a desert place and the time is now past send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves factuals but Jesus said unto them they need not depart give ye them to eat And they said unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass, and took the five loaves and two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake, and gave the loaves to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat, and were filled, and they took up of the fragments that remained 12 basket full so jesus kept his focus in trying times he controlled his motions he brought his thoughts you know back to the obedience of god he kept his mind focused with the father and we can do that 
Jesus didn't focus on himself or the lap before him. He didn't say, oh, we don't have enough to feed everyone. What are we going to do? His focus was totally upon God. He trusted God and knew God would provide for everyone. He acted in the situation. He got the multitudes to sit down. He took what he had and he looked up to heaven and blessed and gave thanks for what he did have and god multiplied the bread and the fish and everyone ate see so many times we're so focused on what we don't have when we should be focusing on what we do have and that god is our source of supply that he can provide anything from us and we receive from him with faith we believe him see he could have thought i just don't have time you know this my cousin's just been killed and besides this i've just had to hit a bunch of people no he kept moving and he kept ministering he kept being thankful he focused on gods and the needs before him his focus was god and others he was last jesus christ lived this way right up to the end when he was nailed on the cross after being beaten and going through humiliation and agony what did he say well i just give up this is not fair i'm doing everything god wants me to do and look how i'm being treated did he say this no he didn't he said father forgive them for they know not what they do see jesus finished the work he was called to do he faced all the things we will ever face and more and he kept his focus despite the situations the emotion at times and the people he kept moving and we can do the same works that he done and greater we can respond in the same way he responded it's available we just have to make up our mind this is what we want to do and will do see jesus knew the joy that was set before him this helped him to keep his focus and to keep moving he lived and walked in victory god was completely first in his life and we can do this also every day we can keep our focus and we can keep moving but it's up to us to decide to act to keep moving and to keep clear and concerned to keep god first and seeking his heart every day not allowing emotions to run our brains to run over our thinking and that we decide what we're going to hear and what we're going to let and keep in our heart see to have our hearts filled with truth and bring our thoughts and emotions and confessions into harmony of who we really are as sons and daughters of god with his spirit we have this ability to do and overcome we have authority we are to say what we want and not what we see and put all our confidence in god and it starts with a decision isaiah 26 3 says thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee we need to trust in god we need to learn to let go of the reins and allow god to reign in our life and to lead us by his spirit we're to keep our minds in subjection to the spirit of god and by doing that we can also keep our body in subjection to our minds we're body soul and spirit and god wants us to understand how these things work in us he's written it in the scriptures for us to see and the thing is like we move by faith we don't we're not moved by emotions we're not moved by circumstances or situation but if we see the need we go to god who can supply that need and we we seek his wisdom we know that he's the source of our supply so friends just watch your emotions watch your thoughts and watch your words because when they all work together they produce a great result in your life negative or positive so really guard your heart with all diligence look only to god keep your eyes focused on him not the circumstances not the problems don't allow your emotions to rule they're only fleeting for a moment don't allow them to dwell there but focus on the father so that was my encouragement i find shelter from life's storms 
There is nothing I have to fear For you keep me safe and warm No matter the seasons of life There is rest when I come to you Because you are my mighty God You always see me through Whenever I'm alone When nobody shows that they care When the going gets really It seems that I'm going nowhere When all hopes just seems to be gone And I feel that I can carry on I remember that you are there You are my shelter From life's Father, I thank you Because you love me so Made me precious in your sight Saved and made me completely whole You have covered me with you You have showered me with your love. You have filled me with Holy Spirit. Seated me up above. From life's storms, there is nothing I have to fear. You keep me safe and warm. No matter the season of life, there is rest when I come to you. Because you are my mighty God 
You are my shelter. You are my shelter. 